Welcome to Haunted History, a podcast where we will be discussing the unusual, the strange, and the unexplained supernatural occurrences around the world. Today, we will be discussing the local site of the Willard Library in Evansville, Indiana. We're your ghost hosts. I'm Alex. I'm Shauna. So Alex, do you want to start off? What's up with the Willard Library? Actually, I don't want to talk about it at all. Okay, great. It's not what I'm here to do. Okay. Probably not. What are you here to do? Talk about anatomy? No, I don't want to. My brain hurts from that, actually. <laughs> The Willard Library opened March 28, 1885. It was constructed by Willard Carpenter, who died before seeing the library finish. He left his estate to the library to fund the completion of it. His children resented him for this, and his daughter Louise sued to regain the inheritance, but lost the lawsuit. Yeah, I'd be pretty mad if my dad left our inheritance to a library. I mean, I don't know. I, I feel like I would fund that, actually. Like, I would kind of help fund that. But maybe it's because I'm a nerd. Yeah, probably. Oof. Shauna out here with the roast. Hey, you're the one who wanted to start a ghost podcast. Okay, look, you agreed to it. I so did. Who's the real nerd here? <laughs> Me. <laughs> exactly, exactly. That's what I thought. The first sighting of the Grey Lady ghost was in 1937 by a night janitor. She was described as being a woman dressed from head to toe in grey and wearing a veil. The janitor later quit his job after this encounter. So, what would you do if you encountered a ghost at your work? I think I would call Shane and Ryan from BuzzFeed Unsolved. Yeah. What would you do? I'd call Sam and Dean from Supernatural. You know what? That's fair. But, like, do you want them to, like, exterminate the ghost? Or do you want them to just, like, you know, figure it out? Like Salt the entire library? <laughs> the entire library. The books are covered in salt. Just absolutely covered. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's what I want. You know what? Fair, I guess. <laughs> Library employees like Margaret Mayer, the previous children's librarian, and Helen Cam, the library assistant, are told to have had encounters. Lecturers from USI and a local weathercaster reported seeing the ghosts as well. A policeman responding to a call spotted two ghosts through the library windows, and a library patron once saw the gray lady in an elevator. You know what? Props to the library employees for sticking it out. Yeah, for real. I would have left. You're just gone. Gone. The books have to fend for themselves. <laughs> yes. It's all down to them now. <laughs> They'll protect it. Honestly, I'm just surprised how many people have said they've had encounters. The one in the elevator would have freaked me out the most. Oh, for sure. An enclosed space. Yeah, exactly. Like, And you just see this like specter. What are you supposed to do? Call the fire department? What are they gonna do? There's nothing. Like you can't you can't do anything about that. No. You're you're just trapped in this space until you get to the like yeah, to your know. floor. You gotta wait it out. Yeah, exactly. But at least if you're like a librarian out in the mm -hmm. open or even that janitor, you can just like walk away. Walk it out of yeah. there. Just be gone. Yeah. But like in the elevator, you're like forced to just stay. Yeah. That's to make for me. awkward conversation with the ghost. Yeah, so like, what floor are you getting off on? How's the weather today? Mm -hmm. I mean, what's scarier, social interaction or ghosts? Oh, that's tough because like I hate social interaction, but I also really do not want to be trapped in an enclosed space with a ghost. Like yes. a 15 by 15 box. Mm -hmm. That's moving. Oh, no. Mm -hmm. Okay, but elevators are scary on their own too. Uh, they are, for sure. So now you're adding scary on top of scary. Could you imagine if that broke down and you're oh just like... Goodness. And then you join the ghost. <laughs> <laughs> just Tower of Terror. Just yeah, you're rock. friends now. Forever. Oh, no. Uh-uh. 
Hey, at least you know you have a companion. That's true, that's true. You'll I mean, never be alone, you know? Technically, you're not dying alone. Yeah. Which is like a lot of people's worst fears, dying alone. It's like alone. a soothing thing, I feel like. I'm not sure. Sh so sure it's like soothing to drop in an elevator, but <laughs> okay, I mean, well. at least not being alone is yeah. soothing. Yeah, yeah. I, can, I can see that. Mm. Okay, fair. Supernatural occurrences at this site include water being turned on and off, the smell of perfume, unexplained cold spots, strange noises, books and furniture being moved, visitors having the feeling of being touched on their hair and earrings, and strange items being found in the library. So have you had any supernatural encounters of your own? Yeah, yeah, I've had a lot. Um, we have we have family ghosts. Mm -hmm. They follow our family around. We've, we've moved, man, twice, and they followed us to each house. Like, it started off in this one house, then we moved, and they stayed there. They weren't as active in that house. Mm -hmm. I don't really know why. I mean, they were still pretty active, but like not as much as they were in the previous house. And then we moved to another house that was right down the road from the first house. I moved a lot. <laughs> Um, and yeah, they're still around. We named them. Um, I don't remember their names. That's well, okay. I remember one, Godfrey. Mm -hmm. I don't remember what the other one is. Interesting. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but we also call them the boys. Mm -hmm. uh, they're just like to make mischief. They're not really like evil or like poltergeist. Like or anything. malevolent or anything. Yeah, no, no. They're just they're just there to chill. And Fair ruin our days by occasionally moving things. Mm -hmm. I mean, afterlife probably gets pretty boring after a while. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they like to watch us sleep, which is really weird. Oh. But, like, I woke up in the middle of the night to one of them standing over me, and then I just kind of, like, ignored it, rolled over, and went back to sleep. Boundaries, man. You exactly. gotta set boundaries. I know, I know. What about you? What about your encounters? My, I've had a little bit of encounters. One of them was actually here at UE. I stayed freshman year in Morton, Dorham. And on fourth floor, I swear there was a ghost in the study room. So we'd hold little meetings to talk with it. And we used a uh, pendulum necklace. And it was really cool. And we tried to watch um, BuzzFeed Unsolved's Goatman's Bridge episode. Mm -hmm. Did not like that. No? No. You didn't like it or the ghost didn't the like ghost it? The ghost didn't like it. I loved it. Ghost didn't like it, though. I think it was the whole demon-esque aspect. Oh, the... Demon, this is our bridge now. Yeah. <laughs> did not appreciate. How did so we watch Brother Bear? <laughs> you gotta calm it down. Maybe it was just scared. Maybe it was just kind of freaked out. Yeah. Could have been a kid for all we know. I Don't know. blame it. I mean, do you think it's in New Hall now? Because New Hall is where it used Maybe. to be. Maybe. Ooh. Interesting. I know. Maybe it moved on, though. Maybe it moved on with the building. Uh, that'd be the best. Yeah, I hope it moved on, mm -hmm. you know? At peace. Don't want to stay Bear. on a college dorm. No. Rest of your afterlife. Absolutely not. Mm -hmm. I didn't want to stay um, in the dorms after junior year. <laughs> I don't want to. I wouldn't want to stay for however long they've been here. Yeah. Which is probably a lot of years. It's an old for campus. Sure. It is. Yeah. Ghost cams have been set up by the library and is available for live viewing on WillardGhost.com. Camera locations include the children's room, the basement hallway, the research room, the stairway, the children's story room and adult services on the first floor. Don't you think ghosts show up on camera? I don't know. I'm not a 100% convinced that they do. Like, what What are your thoughts on orbs, like, showing up on camera? Okay, I feel like orbs is different than full body specters because I feel like that's more of the, like, a central mass, soul-like in a way. 
-hmm. but full body speckers that's asking for a lot yeah that's true but like i mean like do you think the orbs are like actually something or if it's just like dust dust that they like enhanced in post unlike these ghost shows and stuff yeah i feel like dust is enhanced a lot because Mm -hmm. really how often you're gonna see a floating orb and ooh, it's like glowing no i don't believe that and like when they're like oh my god i saw like an orb float into your body and then float out like Mm -hmm. how how real that like that doesn't feel real you know no it doesn't like go like (laughs) <laughs> no, dust. Dust is going to land on you. And, like, they can use that to their advantage on these shows where they're like, oh, my God, it was an orb and it floated into you. When re- in reality, they just enhanced the dust or even, like, well, here's the thing. Bugs are, like, obviously bugs on camera. Like, yeah. you can usually tell. And you don't get those mixed up with, like, the quote-unquote orbs. Mm. I have a thing against orbs, if you can't tell. <laughs> um... But, like, the dust. I just, uh, I don't know. I feel like when they're, like, oh, it floated into your body and then back out. It's kind of giving ghosts a bad rap. Almost making it seem like they have, like, bad intentions towards humans. I mean, yeah, there are poltergeists. But, like, realistically, do these poltergeists, like, really want to inhabit a human body? Like, what's the gain here? Yeah. What are they gaining other than... Back I don't know. Pain, <laughs> arthritis, maybe some aggression here and there. But like humans are inherently aggressive and like susceptible to believing. Like if like in the beginning in the interview of these shows where they're like, yeah, man, like my best friend, like he had an orb go into him and he became super aggressive. They're beca- they're gonna become susceptible to that. And when they like in the middle of an interview, they're good or like hunting, mm-hmm. they're gonna be like raw i'm all aggressive yeah (laughs) and they're gonna enhance that dust yeah no i feel like it also gives ghosts and spirits a bad rap for the public yeah yeah like people are scared of these beings and it's like to be fair we're kind of encroaching in their territory yeah like where they died and where they are currently residing and it's like it's kind of a sensitive thing to them yeah i agree that like territory and like space that they're occupying like maybe if you're getting a bad feeling don't go into that place maybe there's a reason for that yeah yeah exactly i will say there there's a lot of equipment i do like though like when you're watching a show and when you're seeing this stuff through a camera it's it's hard to like tell what is real and what they're just making yes to have some content for their show i will say i do like the devices they use a lot of times um I like when they use the Estes method. Have you ever heard of that? No, tell me about it. All right. So, you know the spirit boxes, right? Yes. So, like, it goes through a bunch of channels really quickly, and, like, the ghosts are supposed to pick up on words and spit them out at you through okay. these radio channels, right? Well, it's that. But you're going to get rid of all your senses to, like, you know, blindfold on, and then, like, the giant noise-canceling headphones where you can only hear the spirit box. And then people, like, the people around you who are in the SS method ask questions. And then the spirit box gives an answer. And the person is basically, like, the vessel and, like, saying the words. Like, if the person was to be asked, like, 
is there anybody here? And the spirit box was like, yeah, bro, I'm right here. <laughs> you know? Direct would, quote. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It would be an unbiased answer because they can't. The person who's under the anesthetic can't hear what's going on. Yeah. So it gives that unbiased kind of. And do the answers have to, like, come in a timely manner? I mean, you're, you're always going to have that kind of delay sometimes where, like, they don't have enough energy a lot of times to do these certain things, like talking through a spirit box. But, yeah, it's usually preferred if it's, like, in a timely manner and it makes sense. It adds up to what was asked. Yeah. So if they, if the person outside the S's method were to say, how did you die? And the person under the S's method heard murdered or hanged mm -hmm. through the spirit box and said that out loud, it would add up. And it's kind of, you know... The middleman doesn't really understand what's going on. Yeah, just acting as like a siphoning rod. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it, it's like, I think it's the best method out of like devices and stuff to do, um, just because there is that unbiasedness towards it. I guess I w would unbiased be the best word here. Honestly, I'm not sure because we're talking about ghosts. <laughs> <laughs> How biased are ghosts actually? How scientific and professional can we get in wording when we're talking about ghosts, you know? What is the velocity of a ghost? <laughs> what is their mass? <laughs> what is their weight? I don't know. What's their volume? <laughs> Are they liquid gas or a solid? solid? I'm not sure, because the same can be asked about cats. Oh my god, that's so true. They're liquid, I think. I feel like they are liquid. Yeah. There's no way they just mold their bodies into, like, a small space and then come out fine. No, I don't no, believe it. Uh -uh. Their bones melt to mm -hmm. be able to fit into those places. They're, like, eldritch beings that we could never understand. We're not meant to understand. No. We never will. No. Anyway, enough about my tangents. What's, what's, like, your favorite device or method to use when it comes to, like, ghost hunting whether it's yourself or like on a show i really like the method of using rem pods do you know what a rem pod is y kind of for okay. the most part so it's this box that you place in a stationary area and basically it has lights and sound so whenever a presence goes near it that it picks up then it'll start going off and like alarming and then it also has um temperature gauges so then if there's like a massive jump in temperature, then it'll like sound off then too. And that usually tells you when a spirit of some kind is near. And I really like that in shows because I feel like it's more of a visual proof that you're seeing it happen and that you're knowing that they're not being able to mess with that. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of like visual, what's your thought on like the SLS? Honestly, I'm not too sure what that is. Could you explain it? Yeah, so the SLS is, you know, do you remember Kinect? Yes. <laughs> like, for the TV, and, like, it scanned you, and you can move, and yeah. it the avatar on the TV would follow you. Mm -hmm. It's basically that, but, like, probably ten times more expensive. Oh, okay. <laughs> and instead of having an avatar, it's just stick figures with dots, mm -hmm. right? So it's basically a, like, a target version of a Kinect. Because Target's bougie, we all know this. Yes. <laughs> so it's a Target version of a Kinect, just hooked up to an iPad, and it, like, scans the room, and, 
you know, if a real human person, like, stands, it, there's obviously going to be, like, the stick figure yeah. where they're standing. So it's supposed to show, like, a stick figure whenever something or someone is standing in front of it. So it'll, it'll pick up, like, spirits and turn them into little stick figures on the screen. So you can be like, oh, my God, there's a person right there. And you just the watch stairs. them dance. Yeah, yeah. A lot of times they are kind of, like, doing a little jig. They're just kind of dancing around or hanging out on stairs. I've noticed that a lot, too. Hmm. Hanging out on stairs is, like, their thing. I mean, I guess you do use stairs a lot in your life, especially if you're in a house. So that's what gets you all over. <laughs> you're not You're not wrong. I mean, you're not wrong. But I'm, I don't know if that's the reason they're always on the stairs. I mean, I guess, realistically, there could be a lot of dust surrounding. There is a lot of dust surrounding yeah. stairs, now that I think about it. There's always, like... Somebody got pushed down the stairs. It was foul play. Or they like fell because the stairs are so narrow. <laughs> so narrow and so steep. Yeah. Or they, oh my god, they were walking up the stairs and, oh, heart attack. <laughs> I feel like there are some staircases that I can only put like my toes and the ball of my foot on. And then the rest of my foot just hangs off because they're so narrow. Harlexton basement staircase. Yes. <laughs> yes. To the laundry room. Yes. Yes. 100% agree. If you've ever been to Harlexton, then you know that the stairs to the basement to get to the laundry room are harrowing. Yes. <laughs> They're horrifying. They are so scary. And when you when you're holding a basket of laundry, yeah. and you're trying to walk down them, it just it's it's no, no good. It's a full on challenge just to do laundry. Oh yeah. And like they're also like stone, so yeah. they're a little bit slippery too. Mm -hmm. And in the winter, because I, I so was there cold. down there during the fall yeah and it started turning into winter and like it went from hot to cold so quickly that there was like condensation in the oh building <laughs> and so they were like so slippery <laughs> i mean it's kind of a dungeon-esque yeah for area, sure so it's scary anyways and then you have these s rickety stairs mm -hmm. uh like if you get too close to like the inside wall you will fall down yes you will there's like you you couldn't even it's like a full like 180-360 circle because it's like spiraling. Oh yeah, yeah, it's insane, and it's like like maybe a centimeter wide in some places. And you're just trying to get to your laundry to switch it to the dryer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And then there's not even enough dryer. No, <laughs> and it's like dark. Yeah, yeah. So it's even like more like a dungeon because especially I've done it later at night mm -hmm. so scary i literally would have my phone light my phone flashlight on just so i could see where i was walking oh yeah i mean one of these days someone is going to join the ghost of harlexton yes with and gregory gregory <laughs> man gregory gregory hanging out every night oh yeah for sure i just yeah those those stairs are so scary but anyways the sls oh my god i forgot we were talking about yeah that. let's get back to that so off topic uh, but yeah, it's anyways. It's it's a it's a bougie connect with an iPad that shows that supposedly shows where where the ghosts are by making them into stick figures. Interesting. Do you think it works on demons too? Hmm. Um. I mean, I assume so. I mean, I don't really know how I feel about the whole demons thing. You know, I don't. I don't know. I don't know what to think. Of. I won't. I won't put like my opinions out there but yeah. like I, I don't I don't know how to feel about it but I mean if it's a we gotta think how does something pick up a force yeah like what are you measuring yeah yeah and 
even with like the with 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 regular spirits and ghosts, I guess it's kind of like how mm -hmm. because they don't. This is gonna sound really obvious and weird, but they don't have bones. No. And I feel like the SLS on like real human beings yes. picks up like bones. Yeah, or like basic limbs. Yeah, yeah, like like actual solid things yes. there. And so it's like with the SLS, what is it picking up? Mm -hmm. And like I feel like a lot of times in ghost shows they say, oh, it's picking up on like ghost energy. Well, what is that? Yeah, I I don't, I don't know. But <laughs> it's, yeah, it's just kind of like, what is it picking up on and how? I mean, I know a lot of technology is like the electromagnetic fields yes. and stuff like that. So is it like picking up on that or is it like... And how are they transmitting that then? Yeah, because it, it feels like in order to pick up the spirits, the spirits would have to be an actual solid being. Mm -hmm. Or mostly solid. Yeah. Which I feel like would then show up on camera yeah. in some way. Yeah, exactly. Like on a regular camera. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's just, maybe I'm overthinking it. No, <laughs> that's what this show is about. No, yeah. It's just, it's kind of like, how? Mm -hmm. Maybe we'll get into it in another episode. Yeah. We should do that because now I want to know. Yeah. And I we'll feel do like some I've. research. Come back to this. Yeah, and I've overthought it too much. Now my brain hurts. I'm so. sorry that your brain hurts. <laughs> no, no, that's okay. It's just... How? Yeah. Because like you said, you would think it would pick up on an actual camera, too. Mm -hmm. I There's don't... just inconsistencies. Yeah, and like, people are always like, Oh, there was a gust of wind. Mm -hmm. Ghosts. So it's like, if we're saying that ghosts and spirits are wind or air... Mm -hmm. Or like, displacement. Yeah, then displacement. Then how is it picking up on? Yeah. Because it would pick up on regular wind and breezes, too. Exactly. And it, and it doesn't. No. And usually those breezes that they feel are from pigeons and birds in the site. Oh, my God. The pigeons and birds. They're, that's always hilarious when, yes. when ghost hunters encounter them. And they freak out hearing a noise, and it's just a pigeon. Yeah. And then the pigeons usually attack. Yeah. Ghost pigeons? Not ghost pigeons. <laughs> <but> like <laughs> That'd be cool. Haunted house pigeons are aggressive. Mm-hmm. They're so mean. Yeah. I mean, you are getting close to their nests, I'm sure. Yeah. It's just like, chill, bro. Yeah. Chill out. You're surrounded by ghosts. This shouldn't freak you out. Yeah, exactly. We're just human people. Mm -hmm. Just here to see the unseen. Yeah. Do you agree? There's this theory that animals, especially like people talking about dogs and cats, can pick up on ghosts and specters. Do you agree with this? I, I think so. Just because, you know, they don't have the same cones mm -hmm. in their eyes as we do. Um, so, I mean, they don't have the same colors yeah. that we do. Um, so, yeah, I think they could see things that we can't see. Because, I mean, we're seeing in a full colors, um, unless you're colorblind, and then I'm sorry for saying that. Um, you know, we can see a whole spectrum of colors. Yeah. And dogs dogs can only see in black and white right like i'm not making that up in my head they can only see like certain ones yeah like they can see blue or something like that yeah so you know we're not seeing our world in black and white yeah like there we are seeing a full spectrum mm -hmm. so it's like if spirits are in 
more of a black and white color spectrum. Mm -hmm. It makes sense that dogs and can cats can see that one we can't. And you know, my cat also likes to stare up in the corner Yeah. Um, a lot of times and meow at things that aren't there. Mm -hmm. So yeah, you know, I Maybe trust my cat. Yeah, I would agree that I feel like if that's the argument that you're making, other colors could distract yeah. for a human. Exactly. And we could get like interrupted if we're trying to figure it out. But all the other colors we have to focus on. Yeah, like have you ever seen that video where the these people in white shirts are like passing around a basketball? Yeah. And then like the gorilla appears and in like the background. Yeah, yeah. And then like a lot of people never notice the gorilla. I didn't notice. Really? Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I was like I knew something was up, so mm -hmm. I was like... I was just so better. focused on that basketball, what can I say? But yeah, it's, it's kind of like that, where we're so focused on all these colors that we're not... Like, our brain can't comprehend yeah. seeing other things. And I feel like, for the reverse of that, a lot of people can use that as an excuse to say, well, I did see this. Yeah, and, like, yeah. kind of make up things. Mm-hmm. I think, like, when we see things out of the corner of our eye, too, like, spirit-wise, mm -hmm. I think, like, because you're so focused when you're, like, staring at, it, like, straight ahead, when you see things out of the corner of your eye, it's kind of, like, not as focused. Yes. You know? So it, it's more, like, noticeable when you see things out of the corner of your eye than if you were staring at head-on. Yeah. And I feel like, also, your brain, since you're not really picking up everything about it, it's kind of just trying to fill in the blanks. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah, it's kind of like if you were driving at night and you see a deer out of the corner of your eye, your brain knows that you saw a deer mm -hmm. and that you should slow down. And yeah, it, yeah, it, that makes sense in my head. Yeah, no, it makes sense. I just feel like in the case of Willard, with how many people have made statements saying, yeah, I did experience seeing the gray lady, that there might be a few of them who might have misseen it or just thought they did. Mm, yeah, yeah. And, and again, it goes back to that susceptibility <laughs> where, uh, you know, people hear stories and then, I mean, like, I'm a, we're both believers. Yes. Yeah. But, you know, we also got to be a little bit rational here. Mm -hmm. But yeah, the susceptibility where people like hear stories and then they go in and then they're saying they see these things. But it also kind of comes to because they're expecting and wanting to see these things, are they seeing them or are they just saying they see them? Yeah. Because a lot of times when you go in a skeptic, you're going to come out a skeptic. Yes. Because you don't want to see these things. You're mm -hmm. not opening your mind to see these things you know um but when you go in a believer it's it's kind of a, it's it's hard to say um especially in a town like evansville where there's so many people and there's so many stories from so many people yeah from all different views yeah exactly so you know it's it's hard to say it's kind of like okay did they actually see something or did they fall to all these stories and now they're just and it's also come to like wanting like 15 minutes of fame yes oh for <laughs> sure where they're like oh, oh my god i saw something mm -hmm. and really 
really they didn't and they just want that 15 minutes of fame where yeah. you know they get a news article written about how they fought a ghost with a sword or something. and they won yeah, yeah. some of that i feel like also people could be mistaken and they were just say they felt a cold spot mm-hmm. come upon them and mm-hmm. really they just walked under an ac unit <laughs> yeah that happens a lot I yeah feel like. Yeah, that's definitely why investigators should go through and debunk or try and debunk things mm-hmm. after they happen. Um, that's another thing I really like what they, what investigators do, especially on TV shows and YouTube shows and such, mm-hmm. is you know after they experience something, they're like, okay, can we recreate this by ourselves? Yeah. Is there an AC on? Is the heat on? Is there Some a window kind of fan open? Going. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. So it's definitely like, I feel like people need to go through the Willie Library mm-hmm. and see if they can recreate some of the stories that are floating around about mm-hmm. the Grey Lady and just kind of see like, okay, how much of this is real and how much of this is a story that came from a tragic background. Yeah. Every year the library sponsors ghost tours in October with hundreds of people coming out to search for a glimpse of the Grey Lady. So would this be something you're interested in? Yeah, I think I would like to do a ghost tour. I haven't done the one for Evansville yet, but I've done one in Indy, aka Indianapolis. Yeah. <laughs> but not I haven't done the one here yet, and we've been here for close to four years. I know, it's crazy. I know, and I, I still haven't done it. Have you done it? I have not, but we did do that tour of downtown Evansville with the archaeology department. Was it haunted or was it just... Just the tour. But, you know, they did have some stories for, like, the rides home and stuff. Hmm. Interesting. No, I didn't go on that. Oh, (laughs) you missed out. I know. I know I did. But, I mean, at least they had, like, a couple of stories to tell you. It was really interesting. Was it just, like, history or was there actual archaeology? It was mostly history. Okay. But then we did do that one trip to Angel Mound and oh New yeah, Harmony. Yeah, yeah. And that was more archaeology stuff. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Do they have any ghost stories for either of those places? New Harmony would definitely have some ghostly stories, I would guess, because it's an old, I think, Quakers town mm-hmm. that was mm-hmm. built to be a utopia. So there's probably a lot of ghost sightings, I would guess. Yeah, I feel like they might be at Angel Mounds, too. You know, uh, I mean, a mound is where they buried bodies. Yeah. So, you know, who knows, I guess. It, you know, it's probably, it's not as popular as Willard. No, for sure not. Like, at least the ghost stories. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know what would be kind of on par in Evansville with Willard. Yeah, I know. Willard, I feel like Willard is very well known in the community. Yeah, it is, you know. Even if you're new here, you know what the Willard Library is, and you know the stories. Yes. Like, everybody knows the stories. And I feel like that would probably draw a lot of people in, not just locally, but from different regions around, surrounding Evansville. That yeah. would drive them to go to an event such as this. Yeah, like, you know, Newburgh, mm-hmm. uh, Mount Vernon, places mm-hmm. like that, yeah. For is the Grey Lady real? Was this just a hoax made up by the library to gain attention? Shauna? Do you think the Grey Lady is real? Honestly, with all the evidence, I do think so. Yeah, I think I think I do too. I think I'm on Team Grey Lady. I am too. Team Grey Lady. Let's make a hashtag. Woo! 
Woo! <laughs> Whether or not the stories are true remains unknown, but for now, the Willard Library in Evansville, Indiana, stays a part of America's haunted history. This has been Haunted History. We'll scare you all next time. Thank you.